1: So start looking in the right place.
2: With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW.
0: It's Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions take to my stupid ass lost the files to take one of my interview with this badass Northwest Band White City Graves so egg on my face boo to the host take two how you guys doing introduce yourself let's go around the practical or the uh, the the digital zoom room tell us what your name is and what you do in white city graves yet again
1: i'm adam i'm lead vocals
3: and rhythm guitar
4: yeah. I'm, I'm wes uh backup vocals
3: and guitar troy i play the drums and do some yelling in the back.
0: Uh, I'm Brent at the base. Uh, yeah, so welcome back to the show. Uh, unfortunately, I did delete the episode, so we'll try and recreate it with all of its grandiosity. Um, how have you guys been the last, uh, you know, year? It's really... it. it like, l- this past week, I had the one-year anniversary of the last time I had anyone in studio Everyone's getting those Facebook notifications of the last show that they went to, et cetera, et cetera. How have you guys been holding up over the past year or so?
1: It sucks, man. It absolutely sucks. We haven't played a show in over a year. I would like to go to another show. I would I would like to play another show. It's 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 impossible right now. But at least things are starting to open up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So we're getting show offers here and there. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it
3: goes. We did finish an album.
0: Yeah, we're uh, going to talk about during
3: all this and release an album, which is a little bit of a bummer to have an album release where you can't
0: play live. So tell me about that. Was there any trepidation about releasing the album? Did you ever think like, hey, we should hold back until we can release it? Or what was the uh, thought process into just putting it out there?
1: I think it was more, well, the album was done. Mm-hmm. We got vinyl on the way. Uh, we just, we just really wanted people to hear it and realize that we didn't die <laughs> and we're just still grinding away. <laughs> so yeah. it was more of a, uh, message in a bottle saying,
3: Hey, we're still here. Yep. Hey. And I think we were so excited about how good it sounded mm-hmm. that we wanted to like get it out so people could hear it. We did. Shop it around to try to shop it around to some record labels. Yeah, but just decided it was best to just get it out there and let people hear it. Try
4: to try to keep some momentum,
5: right? Mm-hmm.
4: Can't can't go out and play, can't do shows, so you got to do something to. You know, just kind of keep people listening, coming back, right?
3: Already started working on new stuff.
0: Really? We're going to play some songs from the album. Uh, but before we do, let's get a kind of an origin story uh, for White City Graves. Can you guys tell me how did you guys all meet and when did you guys form? And, you know, how did the band get started?
1: Well, we started in about 2010. Like I said, in version one, this is yep. our 10-year anniversary and we can't do a damn show. But whatever. <laughs> so... Wes and I have been playing together for an awfully long time, and, and we've had some we've had some uh, 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 lineup changes over mm-hmm. the years since our formation. And now we've got Brent and Troy, which teamed around things. and great right at describing why we're named what we are. <laughs> Yeah,
4: so uh, 10 years ago, Adam started writing uh, the creepy, uh, nefarious uh, song lyric stories. And, um, you know, White City Graves is a book uh, by this local guy, um, (laughs) you know, about uh, H.H. Holmes, America's first serial killer. And uh, Adam's stuff and serial killing just seemed to go to go really hand in hand <laughs> <Just> <laughs> perfect marriage
0: <laughs> that's awesome
4: that's where white city graves came that's where the name came from
0: yeah and adam you do the artwork for the band um uh so you did the artwork for the album cover is that correct yes sir so the album is called one of us and you can actually buy the album at whitecitygraves.bandcamp.com uh bandcamp has been kind of the champions for for underground and, and local bands over the pandemic uh with uh, helping out so much uh you know the first friday of every month or do a thing where they t- don't take any of the profits they give 100 of the profits to the band so if there's any a chance i mean i'm sure you could stream it everywhere but if you can uh give them a purchase on Bandcamp, and and that's just my little bit there i'm not getting paid to say this i'm just saying you know it's it's a good way to to support the bands and uh Adam, uh, how long have you been a visual artist, uh, as um, in addition to musician?
1: So I've been doing graphic art when I was about sixteen. We started playing music when I was about, 18. so they both kind of go hand hey, in hand. Hell, I've even working on something that's sitting right next to me that is just something new that I have no purpose for, I have no point for, but whatever. <laughs>
0: Is that uh, but is, yeah? Just is is that your day job? Always, as long as I can remember, is that your day job career? Uh, be a graphic designer? No, I'm
1: a diesel mechanic. Oh. I used to be a graphic designer, but that that whole, whole dot com crash back in oh. the early two thousands. Yeah, that kind of
0: took care of that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so, we're actually going to go into a song. Uh, we're going to go into uh, track one, Bump in the Night, from one of us. Uh, this is White City Graves again on round two of the Loud Local Stay Home sessions. My bad. Uh, what What can you guys tell me about uh, Bump in the Night? Uh, Bump
1: was basically an homage to, to the old school, old school horror punks before us. You know, the Misfits, Sam Samhain, the whole nine yards that fell after them
0: right on so we're going into it right now and uh it is bump in the night by white City grace it's loud and local stay home sessions loud and local stay home sessions white city graves again it's uh the album is called one of us you can uh, check it out whitecitygraves.bandcamp.com if you like bump in the night these guys uh been together now 10 years uh 11 years coming up here i gotta ask this if you can tell me what your favorite or favorite uh, or favorites uh northwest bands of all time are
1: well going, there's a lot of them Mm-hmm. Uh, Soundgarden, of course you, yeah. can't, you can't go wrong with Soundgarden mm-hmm. Black heavy, Old School The Melvins Oh man, so many can go over all, all the local bands that we've played with It's been amazing Yeah, yeah I this- would definitely
3: agree with Soundgarden Melvins I always liked Coffin Break Yeah uh, mm-hmm. You know, not a lot of people kind of know that band but they. I always enjoyed their little brand of peppy Punk rock.
1: Mm-hmm. Get your flight list for singing that song.
4: Yeah, I think uh, for me, I, I'm I'm not going to change from the from the <laughs> from the first time we went through this. Right? One. For me, I think yeah. uh, I mean all the bands that Adam said, especially uh, Black Happy, uh, was a good one. But uh, Seaweed yeah. uh, is one of my favorites, and I think if I were stranded on an island and had to listen to like one of, you know, like a few albums, I think uh, diary is probably one I would take with me from uh, sunny day. Awesome. Uh, that's, that's gotta be one of my uh, kind of go-tos. Yeah.
5: Yeah. I'd probably keep the same answer from last time too. I'm a, I'm a big, uh, Jared Warren fan. So, um, uh, cart from back in the day. And then more recently big business, which was actually the last show I saw before lockdown, which was absolutely killer. They, they crushed it. So those guys are good. Oh, and you know, if we're, Keeping it just to the Northwest, I'm uh, a big Yob fan too out of Portland. So, forget about those guys.
0: Yob is awesome, super heavy. So, okay. uh, Yob is love. You guys, um, you know, uh, we, I wanted to mention, um, in this time around when we talked, there's a lot of crucial, awesome, um, Venues here in Northwest, and uh, cross our fingers that we they can all make it through this. Uh, the last couple moment, the last couple months of the pandemic, um, cross our fingers. Now, if you were to choose, what's home base for White City Graves? What would you consider as like the venue that you would kind of call home? Is there one?
1: That's a rough question because <laughs>
4: I could think of a couple. But, okay, uh... sure. I mean, not, and they're not like huge venues. I mean, I, I just, I, I, you know, I've got a soft spot for the victory when yeah. I was around. Um, and I think Daryl's, I mean, totally. they're not huge venues, right? Um, but we have some of the most fun shows at, at those, you know, kind of smaller, uh, you know, f- tavern type joints, right? Where you're just playing on the floor and, you know, getting spit on or, you know, people spilling beer on you whatever, you know, kind of in your face. Don't forget Tim's, man. Don't forget Tim's. Yeah. yeah, I mean, same same thing, right? Yeah, I love those smaller uh, kind of spots, but
3: yeah. But and then uh, you've also got the flip side of that is the gigs at El Zone. Yeah, like kind right. Yeah, it's nice to be in that circuit of bands that gets to open up and be local mm-hmm. support for bigger touring bands. Um, to be able to jump up on stage and actually play in front of, you know, 400 people and get some get some res- some response from a large group of people. Yeah. Sell some merch. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Pay some bills. <laughs>
0: So now that we're talking about some shows like, you know, in venues like that and also the venues, you know, and the more raw underground punk uh, bars and stuff that we're talking about, what are a couple gigs over the last 10 years that you can recall as being like really memorable, awesome White City Grave shows?
1: There used to be a club uh, up in Stanwood.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was phenomenal. It was called Mad Dog's Tavern. Okay. And- <laughs> it was it was the craziest place you ever saw uh, you wouldn't we wouldn't leave there dry because there was so much beer flung through the air yeah it smelled like a brewery when you walked out but uh, you may be a little drunk, but not the point. You were just drenched mm-hmm. and there was just so much love there because nobody went to standway.
3: Nobody.
0: So they Same appreciate with, it. Same
1: with
3: uh, Evelyn's up in Clear Lake. Good
1: point. It's yeah. this
3: tiny little roadside shack of a bar, but you go up there and play, and everybody absolutely is having the best time because it's the only thing happening in town. So the entire town is there. Everybody knows each other. Everybody's partying. They're so grateful to just have live music. So that's, those, are, those gigs are fun
0: that's the thing about those those you know uh smaller town shows is like everyone is so stoked for for a good live band and you know they're not jaded because of you know us here in seattle there's like you know 20 different gigs we could go to at any night and and in in places like that it's just they're just they're amped and, th- and that's really cool that you know you, you're uh that you you remember those ones as, as some great shows yeah, it's, uh, it's, a,
4: it's a it's a it's a genuine enthusiasm right
0: absolutely I mean, they,
4: they want to be there and and we get welcomed um uh, it's, it's pretty amazing yeah open arms
3: and the staff treat you well like they're excited to have you there and they hmm. they treat you like you're a guest as opposed to um being in their way for the for the night right <laughs>
4: this thing they have to do.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's go back a few years and let's talk about um, what was the band that made you fall in love with music? The band that like really was kind of like that aha moment for you was. Do you do you recall, Adam? Let's start with you, man.
1: Oh damn, that's a <laughs> wow! Um, I tell you what. I, I got my first guitar and my first amp because I heard Sanitarium by Metallica for the nice. very first time. Yeah, and that was kind of my moment. My my crappy little Sears amp
2: didn't mm-hmm.
1: have any distortion on it, so I figured out that intro verbatim perfectly. I couldn't play any more of it.
0: But it yeah, sounded great 70%. on that Sears amp.
1: <laughs> so
3: I think I, I
0: think gotta, that's be gotta be All right, Troy. What about you, man?
3: Well, I learned how to play drums uh, listening to ZZ Top. Okay. Uh, my dad was a drummer, and I was taking drum lessons, and you know, concert band playing xylophone and playing yeah. the snare drum and. I was kind of, I told my dad, I want to, I want to be like a rock drummer. And mm-hmm. so we went and bought a, a ZZ Top uh, Eliminator tape and yeah. he put the boom box next to the drum kit in the basement with the big ass headphones mm-hmm. and was like, come home every day after school and listen to this album. And when you can do that, then you're a rock drummer. So ah. ZZ Top. And then after that, it turned into probably Def Leppard. Yeah, Like Pyromania, playing along with that, and then I discovered Sepultura Beneath the Remains, and, oh, and, then, and then it just turned into listening to heavy music for the next 20 years.
0: Def Leppard to Sepultura, that's quite a jump, dude. <laughs> I
3: blame my friend Ian. He showed up at my house with a Slayer tape and was like, you gotta hear this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Def Leppard, no way, bro. Slayer dude wes what about you man i
4: think uh i probably got my first uh bass guitar i started with a uh, bass i think i must have been about 12 and uh a buddy of mine had taught me how to play um holiday in, in cambodia right mm-hmm. and i thought that was just like the coolest thing right just that do, 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 just this little intro and yeah. so um, started playing more. And then, uh, I think what really kicked it off. Um, I don't know if you remember, but back in the day at that time, uh, we were all going to like, uh, the Redmond firehouse was a big deal. Yeah. Right. Ooh, under all so HZ, every, yeah. yeah, every weekend that we could, pl- uh, uh, go to shows where well, I wasn't playing, but, um, we used to go to the Redmond, uh, the old firehouse, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Friday, I think every other Friday. Um, and you know, you could see, three, four, five bands for like two or three bucks. Right. Um, Adam used to play. I used to go see Adam play there before we ever played together. Right. Um, so I think, I think that got me pretty hyped into, uh, playing, but wanting to be on the other side, right. Wanting to be on,
1: on stage and play. Yeah.
0: What band was, uh, were you playing in Adam?
1: It was, (laughs) it was an old school punk band called I forget.
0: Ah, You could have just said, I forget. And I would be like, what? Huh? Like I forget, dude. I forget what is it?
1: I had to preface that because that was
5: always everybody's response.
0: (laughs) And Brent, what about you, man? What was the band that made you fall in love with music?
5: Well, I guess when I started playing bass, um, in the eighties, I was kind of big into the new wave scene. And, um, so I I probably learned about 80 to 90% of every cure song that was ever written. Um, but then uh, later on, I started listening to heavier stuff, and I think when I started to find kind of my bass style, and my in and my my bass voice was listening to bands like uh, Jesus Lizard and uh, Caius.
0: Yeah, um, heavy stuff.
5: Some of those early Tool albums, yeah. So that's when I kind of said, okay, this—that's what kind of woke me up as a bass player.
0: Awesome. Uh, so you guys mentioned that you're already in the process of, of writing more material, even though you know you just released this album. Is that true? And yeah, and, yeah. and how much we material got, do you guys have?
1: We got uh, three songs pretty well sculpted out. Um, kicking around another cover. We'll probably have enough for a new album. Before the pandemic's over,
0: nice. To be honest,
3: we had to get Brent involved because, um, because <laughs> uh, Brent joined the band after we recorded the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our buddy, our buddy Josh played bass on the album, um, and then Brent joined the band after that. So we had to we had to start writing some new songs, and uh, I I I gotta say I'm excited about them. I I think they're they're good. Excited to demo them out. Yeah, Yeah, for sure.
0: So uh, if you go to the White City Graves Bandcamp, there's an option to purchase a pre-order for limited edition vinyl. Uh, That's pretty awesome. Do you know uh, when it's expected to be released on vinyl?
3: We placed the order about five months ago. Um,
0: A little back-ordered, those pressing Yeah, expected
3: delivery, I think, is was march 21st or something like that so it's okay. coming up Come here up i'm soon. expecting to get a a, a a bunch of really heavy boxes in in the mail one of these days soon
0: that'll be cool man so if you want to get this on vinyl and you dig it and uh you're a you're a vinyl collector i am one so uh definitely order this we're actually going to go into another song from the record uh this is track two from one of us it's called lights out uh is there anything you guys want to say about this one
1: this one is a maniacal tirade against all of the government, basically. Every side. You know, liberal, conservative, whatever you are. This it's not the way to go.
3: So that's all this is. It's the yeah. angry political punk song. Yes.
0: It's lights out. White city graves here on Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions. White City Graves here, lights out from the album One of Us, and and I will remind you, this is a redo of a podcast. So again, I apologize, but sometimes technology fails me. It's actually the first time that's happened during this whole pandemic. So what I will say is that once we are all good to go, and I'm telling this to most bands that I have on the show, I would love to have you guys actually in the studio when we're able to do that, show you guys the studio, we can actually like high five You know, drink a coffee, hang out, play some records together in person. Imagine that.
3: Open mouth kiss.
0: Yeah, spit on each other. (laughs) Just, it'll be great. (laughs) How do we we communicate with you guys? I'm sure you guys got all the socials and stuff. Why don't you plug those?
3: Uh, Yeah, you know, um, the usuals. uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, We haven't started a TikTok yet, I guess we could you know, (laughs) shave 30 years off of our age. Do some TikTok dances? Um, But if you just look up White City Graves on any of that, or if you just go to whitecitygraves.com, there's like a link tree there with all the different links. Um, But I'll I'll second what you said earlier, Kevin, about Bandcamp. Yeah. Um, I mean, as a music listener, it's fantastic. Um, But as like a content creator, as someone who's, you know, posted music mm-hmm. on all, all the different platforms. I I love Bandcamp. It's uh it's such a good way to get your music out there and like the interface is nice and easy and yep. people can download and stream. You can sell merch. They got an and app, the fact everything. That they're doing yep. these Bandcamp Fridays and waving their revenue share. I mean, it's only like what 10 or 15%, but that's a that's a big deal to someone like us if you know, selling an album for 7 bucks, you know, and if you can get all seven of those dollars as opposed to five bucks, then...
0: It's nice. That makes a difference. You can buy an extra soda. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, Adam, how, what's, uh, how do we um, support your, your uh, visual art? Is Do you have a website or a profile for that?
1: Oddly enough, I do. Um, if you go to Etsy and look up Catola Creations, I know it's a weird spelling, but it's uh, K-E-T-O-L-A-K-R-E-A-T-I-O-N-S. Jesus.
0: Catola Creations. Your last name, Creations. <laughs> cool.
1: Yeah. That was a lot of spelling, and I'm trying to get a few. So nice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> And we sell a lot of those prints at, at our shows. That's awesome. A lot of times, Adam will make a custom print specifically for each show. That's great. Um, kind of. Harkening back to the old school days of screen-printed rock posters.
4: Uh, uh, stapling, stapling to telephone poles and, yeah. No, I still do that.
0: Uh-huh. So do you guys have any shout-outs or, or bands you want to thank or thank-yous or, thank or shout-outs? Anything you'd like to, uh, you know, shout-out?
1: Oh. that was a blindsided one.
0: Damn you, Kevin. What do you mean? Uh, we already did this.
3: <laughs> uh definitely uh Jason Shavy at Synergy who uh produced our album for us and made it sound big and huge. Yeah. Um uh, so definitely that. Synergy Productions. Jason <laughs> Shavy up there on North Aurora. Shout out to Josh, our, our old bass player. Mm-hmm. So he, he's got a kid now. Nice. So he's living that straight and narrow life.
1: Yeah. Good for him, man. I, I, I wish the best for that guy.
3: So, yeah, that's, it's, you know, it's good for everyone to know there was, there was no like ill will or anything. Yeah. Just, he Just he couldn't do it anymore. So, so we got Brent, Brent and I have been playing together in bands for 20 years. That's awesome. So tight rhythm section. We got a couple super fans too Chris and Crystal who come to every single show So shout out to Chris and Crystal right It was cool, cool to join yeah. a band that had fans <laughs> that people that come to every show And awesome. you know has a bunch of Facebook followers And stuff so.
4: Yeah it's cool to play in a band that has fans
0: <laughs> <laughs> So uh, once this whole the, you know, lockdown thing and and bands are able to get back at it and stuff. I think it's, I think, I think it would be fitting to actually have just a record release show. Who cares if it's a few months away, you know, if it's a few months after the, the time the actual record was released, I think, uh, you deserve it. You know, you should just call it the record release show. Screw it. The delayed record release show.
3: Well, we were talking about having uh, maybe like a like a vinyl release show. Oh, there you go. By the time we play our next gig, we'll have vinyl. You have so vinyl, so that makes it sound slightly less pathetic, right?
0: <laughs> hey, you know what? I was saying, a like more planned. There's so many bands that have put out killer music during this pandemic, and it just hasn't been you know i mean it's 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 given so much life to to and and there continues to be awesome music being put out and, and and it's uh very essential and very vital but i feel like it's important that we we give recognition to those bands that gave us the soundtrack through this and you know we just give them that that uh you know that party at the end of it dude you guys made it through and you guys gave us that soundtrack to this so you know we should be able to show our support for you and this is your first time playing the record, so it can be the record release par- party. Yeah. Screw it, you know? It doesn't matter. There's no rules through this. So do what you want, man.
3: right. I'll see you there.
0: All right. And Sounds good.
1: Book it. With this damn pandemic that we've going through, it's just one of us.
0: Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, guys, so uh, any final words for the Northwest audience before we jump into Manifesto? Uh,
1: just come out to a show when you can. Yes. We're finally able to. Just come. Come. Yes. Say hi. Support, the, support that local music, man.
0: Stick me with the vaccine and, and bring me to the shows.
3: Yeah, and when you go see your favorite like local band, just buy some merch or if, or if you see a band, if you're going to see one band and some other band that you'd never heard of before is opening and they blow you away, go talk to them and buy a t-shirt, yeah. buy a CD. Even if you don't have a CD player, just, just know that like throwing like a couple of bucks their way. makes a, a, a big difference. I hate to make it sound like a capitalist thing, but it really does keep the bands drunk yeah. Yeah. Give <laughs> them gas money to keep Yeah. Let you buy new guitar strings and drumsticks and pay for rehearsal space rent and go into the studio when, when when you want to.
0: Thank you guys for being up to doing a round two. As soon as this is over, I'm going to save this file and double save it in two different spots. I appreciate it. Shout out to White City Grays for being good sports. Thank you guys so much. We're going to go into Manifesto off of one of us. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Have a good one, guys. You too, man. Thanks, man. You too. All right. I promise I'm saving it right now. (laughs) Take it easy, guys.